is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Hello, Daddy Gang. It is your father. Okay. This is, drum roll, please. I guess I have to do it because no one's here to give me a drum roll. I can only do it with one hand because I'm, wait, hold on. Drum roll, please, because, Daddy Gang, we are setting a new record. Is it a record? It's the first fucking threesome on Call Her Daddy. And who better to star in a threesome on Call Her Daddy other than my two friends, Hannah Burner and Paige DeSorbo. I have been waiting to discuss the concept of friendship on this show. So I thought who better to sit down with and have this conversation with than two best friends whose friendship has recently been publicly put to the test. Hannah and Paige both starred together in a reality television show. I'm never going to say the reality television show's name throughout this episode for legal reasons. But so on Summer House, Hannah and Paige were on this show together on this fucking network called Bravo. And they also then started hosting their own podcast together called Giggly Squad. I've had Hannah on the show and I've had Paige on the show separately in the most recent season of the show that they were on. There was a reveal of tons of drama and the tension was at an extreme high, which ultimately ended in Hannah leaving the show or as another narrative got fired off the show. There's a lot of speculation. People asked me not to say that. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking saying it. I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want and call her daddy. I think Hannah got kicked off. There are some people that say she left. Regardless, Hannah is no longer on this reality show. And in my opinion, I think it's because Hannah in this season was falling in love with someone and had a really healthy relationship. And the one couple that's on the show has the most tumultuous relationship. The guy and girl on the show, that's the only like known couple on the show. The guy has cheated on her multiple times. We watch him cheat and then she takes him back. And this has happened like numerous times. That's for great reality TV. The girl is sobbing in the room. The guy keeps, he cannot stop fucking everything in the Hamptons. And the girl is like, I hate you. I hate you. Let's get married. I'm obsessed. I want to keep watching this fucking shitstorm of a relationship. You know what doesn't make for good reality TV? A happy couple. Nope. We want sobbing snot coming out of their nose and we want this multiple times oh he cheated once no let's ramp it up by the fourth season it's four times now they're getting married and then right before they get married he cheats again it's like it can't stop so hannah her storyline wasn't like that again it honestly doesn't matter if you haven't watched the show it's basically a story of two girls that went on to a reality show together as best friends they literally even shared a bed together and then hannah left or got kicked off And Paige stayed. And Paige is friends with the people that bullied Hannah on reality TV. And I remember watching the season, like, absolutely at times. It was like, Hannah, what the fuck are you doing? So, because she's my fucking friend, I figured, hey, I bet Call Her Daddy gets more fucking views than that reality show. Why don't you come on, sweetie? I'll hand you the fucking mic. And why don't you tell your side on Call Her Daddy 
we don't need Bravo. So this is the last time anyone from Bravo is going to want to work with Caller Daddy. Don't care. And listen, I love Paige. And Paige is in a really interesting position. In this episode, you're going to hear Hannah and Paige first start talking about, we're just talking friendship. And what is our definition of friendship and what is a good friend? And you can tell there's extreme differences in Hannah and Paige's description of what a good friend is. You're going to hear a really crazy moment. I didn't even know this was happening. Hannah and Paige had never talked about the fact that Hannah got kicked off the show and that Paige is going back for another season with the people that literally despise Hannah. And the fact that they haven't talked about that and they're best friends, it's pretty crazy. Actually, this episode is about how we need to stop fucking picking sides. And I will own that. I've been in the middle of that myself. I will say that it's a really intense story of just two friends that are fucking going through it right now. So just listen and have empathy for both sides. And I'm just glad I don't have to deal with this anymore. (laughs) Also, when you guys hear someone speaking and then they go to say something and then there's a beep, it's because I'm beeping out the show that they were on. So every time you hear that's actually just the name of the show daddy gang i give you hannah burner and Paige DeSorbo. this episode is presented by sparkling ice Turn up summer with sparkling ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants, iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor, sparkling ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Prime Video. I am a certified rom-com addict. I love watching movies and shows that are funny and cute and romantic and make me want to cuddle up to Matt, okay? And Prime Video feeds that addiction. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine kind of love each other, kind of hate each other, and really love to rip each other's clothes off. Dare I say better than the original. My Lady Jane, a hilarious, heartwarming, and sometimes steamy historical reimagining of the story of Lady Jane Grey. You can watch both of these and a whole lot more on Prime Video. You can also indulge in even more rom-com classics by adding channels like Max, Stars, and Paramount+. Plus. Prime Video, find your favorite flirty rom-coms all in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues. Try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. Let's just get fucking into this. (laughs) This is officially the first 
threesome. Yeah. On Call Her oh Daddy. Oh my God. Wow. I love that. We are about to hear construction. The washing machine was on. I'm keeping the AC on because yeah. Paige looks too good with her fucking outfit. And Thank I have know. ski socks on that I don't want to take off because then Paige is going to look at my feet. <laughs> and Hannah just shit her pants in the bathroom. Did Obviously. you really? That's Hannah, a nervous we group. just got That's here. how I perform my best. So um, welcome fucking back. Thank you for having us. Thank you Thank for you coming. Thank you so much for having you us. You guys were late. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was three minutes early, but I didn't want to come up and like be like. Be awkward. No, not be awkward. Like show that Hannah was bad. late. She didn't want to make oh. me look bad. Yeah, I was like, if we're both late, but it's fine. you ultimately did make me look bad. Because then she came up. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I look out for number one. <laughs> at the end of the day. Wait, I have to say something. My ex-boyfriend used to live in this building on this floor right there. The P word? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Well, I texted Hannah today and I was like, what's the address? And she sent it to me and I was like, are you fucking with me? And she was like, what? And I was like, that's his. And we I also, was like, Harry used to live in this building. apartment. Yeah. Because he was one of those guys who was given free reign to decorate himself. And you could tell. Yeah. He had like a huge post, not post, I guess painting because he had money of like Muhammad Ali's face. <laughs> was Michael Jackson on it too? He had one of Michael Jackson. You might as well have R. Kelly. He had one of those <laughs> massive clocks that you get at like Pottery Barn. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. New York, New York is so York is small. Tr- it is. To anyone that's never lived here, like yeah. tr- believe us, it's so fucking small. Dude, the first time Paige and I ever podcasted together, we were like, oh, you've been on the same fucking date with the yeah. one actor guy. It was the same yeah. time. It wasn't even just the same ta- date. It was the it same was night. The same- <laughs> Dude, literally. literally the same night. I got ghosted because of Alex. And I always wondered, I always wondered, like, I wonder who the girl is that he's oh hanging with. It's me. It was Alex. And Dude, then you're like, good taste. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I don't, yeah. Also, we never got to follow up, but we talked about how this one guy that was an actor in New York City, we both went out with. And we didn't even get to follow up that afterwards no. he messaged both of us yes. and was like, what did he say? He messaged me and was like, oh, like the pod, like saw the pod. haha. Like, so glad you're First doing of all, well. You don't see a pod. You yeah. Listen. You, so. you listen. Literally the same. Like heard you on the pod. So funny. Great guy. Great guy. Okay. So first threesome of call her daddy. <laughs> Kind of amazing. If we had a threesome, like, what would the dynamic be? Like, who would be, like, in charge? Oh. I feel like Hannah would, like, be, like, speaking the most. Yeah. (laughs) And then Paige and I would just be, like... I actually... My type of girl is blonde. So I would probably show you more attention than Hannah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I have a lot of emotions because that... First of all, you're into blondes? I had no idea. Yeah, because I think it's because I'm so opposite. That right, if I you want to go for Yeah, like we're yeah. so sick of ourselves. I want to yeah, fuck someone else. I stare else. at myself all day. I don't want. But we talk so much shit about blondes in our pod. What'd you say on Giggly Squad? I love how I'm just sitting over here like with my mouth open. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I talk shit about blondes. It's just also like every boyfriend I've ever had, their type actually is blonde. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm like, hello. What'd you say about dyeing your hair brown when you grow up? No, I'm just saying grow up and dye your hair brown. <laughs> well, I just recently was learning what like chuggy means. And then I saw yeah. a TikTok of someone being like, is now being blonde chuggy? <laughs> I saw that too. No, it's not. It's not. No. Sorry. Not. Okay. So I just realized I am the Miranda of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all could just fuck each other. I'll, I'll Wait, who are we though? If we were doing sex in the city. You're Samantha. She called you a hoe. I Thanks. would probably be Charlotte. Char- you are Charlotte. I have fucking loafers on. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. We didn't need to take a picture of you guys so that I can just... Oh, that's cute. Okay, that's cute. Okay, wait. Okay, I love how I'm taking pictures in the middle of the podcast. Okay, so you guys hate blondes. Cool. Now I'm going to roast you for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Here we fucking go. Let's what fucking have you guys go. been up to? Let's start with Hannah. What the fuck have you been up to? 
I've been on a stand-up tour. I actually was late today because I came from Nashville this morning. Why were you in Nashville? Oh my god! You I had two shows. You look pretty good. Oh, consider it. The bags, <laughs> the bags aren't Or in that general. Big. She's like, bitch, you're 30 and you only have like two fine lines. Are you 30 now? You don't have to attack me. <laughs> Hannah's actually going to age amazing because she doesn't really drink. That's why you asked me to go to a fucking Pilates class. Okay, before. I knew you are going to blow my shit up on air. I was depressed the last six months. Okay. I'm open about We're it. I was depressed. It. Okay. And when I'm depressed, working out is the worst thing. I'm like, the only worst thing of sitting here depressed is going putting my body through pain and being yes, depressed there so I'm now I'm getting out of the depression a little and I'm like okay let's do Pilates and you were a former athlete and I was like maybe and you were like don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> dude talking to Hannah the other day and she was like well you're in New York like would you want to go to a Pilates class with me and I was just like dead silent I've like, been to one Pilates <laughs> yeah, she did one she basically told you that you guys aren't real friends I was like you don't know me yeah like, that's that's crazy. the kind of thing that you can drunkenly get someone to agree to in the yes. morning they're yeah. like oh my god I gotta I got I'm coughing I can't I'm, yeah, I'm like I'm not going to Pilates okay so you've been on your stand-up so tour stand-up tour how is that going it's going great and I have to say Daddy gang shows the <gasps> fuck. Oh my god, up. I love that. That makes me so Daddy, happy. Daddy, a lot of people are like, I discovered you from Daddy Gang. Now I listen <sighs> to Giggly Squad or Burning in Hell. Okay, my one Daddy Gang story is I have a joke where I go, my love language is touch. It's choking. And then someone yells, use the belt. And I go, Daddy Gang, and they go, Yes! And I'm like, they are just so, they're also like these smart, driven, badass women. And I like to stereotype, but I, I just <laughs> think they're incredible. Whenever I see a girl who's like not fun, I'm like, that's not Daddy Gang. That's not Daddy Gang. Daddy that. Gang's down for anything. And I'm planning my wedding, which is like interesting too. Okay, so we're gonna get back to that. So you're wedding planning and you're doing a comedy tour. Mm. What the fuck are you doing over there? A page I'm <laughs> talking to page. Like taking pictures of myself. <laughs> you look um, great though. Thank you. Oh. I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> I know. I need to stop high pitching into Is that home. crazy? I Wait, want there's yeah. so many questions that will come. If that's not takeout, I'm Hello? <laughs> Who is that? Who could be here? I'm bringing your ex-boyfriend actually <laughs> on the show, Paige. I will say, I did text the maintenance guy of this building and said, hey, I'm going to be in the building. Would love to see you. Shut up. His name's Jose. He's amazing. Were you banging Jose on the side? <laughs> no. Wait, and also the fact that you're texting Jose after all these years. What has been one year? Two one years. Year. I love how you're texting Jose and not your ex. Yeah, whoa. He's, He's a real one. <laughs> but he doesn't live one. here anymore, correction? No, he doesn't live here anymore. But okay, like, so you have a boyfriend. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure I've been like seeing lightly on Dumois. I would see things about my now boyfriend on Dumois and I'd be like fuck can I text him and be like hey motherfucker is this true or does that make me look crazy no because it's a public site right right I actually read something that was like you know once you start dating a guy to keep him private that like you care about it oh. but but Paige is in a unique situation where like you kept you it private but you found a guy now that you could live in the public eye with and he supports you with it. Yeah. But it's going to have those challenges. Well, isn't he in the public too? He's in the public, but it's also the number one thing that's really been pissing me off is people are like, oh, they're just like acting and they're doing this as a PR stunt. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. And I was you. like, if that was true, I would straight Ben and Jen this shit and yeah. be posting it all over. <laughs> and I'd have like the best captions to everything. Like fair. No one knew for six months that we were hanging out. Mm -hmm. So it was six months before you even like anyone knew yeah like we started hanging out in may and then like now we're officially dating and the only reason i haven't posted them is like i haven't taken a grid worthy pic like, the aesthetic hasn't been right and like right. this is my real life boyfriend you're not posting your boyfriend on your instagram 
until like I think until he says I love you. Oh, absolutely. Great point. Yeah, like you. Okay, so he hasn't said I love you yet. How long no. have you been dating? We just started like being official. I don't Got post. It. I don't post the guy for a long ass time. Yeah. I will never right. post my boyfriend on social media, ever. People don't understand what it feels like to put it out there that you're with a guy and then have every single person give their opinion to your face like yes. our brains are not meant to handle yeah. no. that many opinions about ourselves like that's kind of shit you walk away and tell your friend about don't say it to my face like when I got engaged yeah. the amount of people that are like three months top six months top yes, dude, he's crazy. Like, that fucking sucks dude that's why I'm not doing it I'm like I already know people like are going to give me an opinion and I'm like I don't want to hear it I actually don't give a fuck what you think I'm happy fuck off right Bye. people are like he'll never like her the way he like liked his ex-girlfriend or like he she's not even his type oh, and no. I'm like fuck you and then I'll text him and be like am I your type well that's that's <laughs> the problem because you have the real relationship and then the public persona yeah. of your relationship well it's hard too because it goes all the way back to the concept of like Instagram is a perfect version of what we like choose to put out of our lives right so even the picture that you're gonna decide to post like is his hand on your back or your thigh? That's going to tell something I about mean, the body language. Like, are you guys kissing yeah. or are you guys smiling? Or is he not smiling, but you're smiling? Then he doesn't <laughs> like you. But then like, do you know what I mean? In my head, I have the like You have the picture. Yeah, what I have is the it? picture. What is it? Okay, so he, <laughs> <laughs> what is okay, it? So he has like a, a golf cart that he drives around like his neighborhood. Okay. So I want He's retired. to be like, <laughs> <He's 80. laughs> We're all, we also live in a community home. Okay. Um, I want him, the picture to be like of our legs in the golf cart and the caption be like golf cart love affair or something <laughs> and it's not gonna be of your face no so you're just doing the legs yeah I just want, Dude, you, I want to be in a sick outfit with cool shoes in a golf cart she loves the mystery when it's like Paige everyone knows you've been all over us weekly and Wait, she are you gonna she tag posts, him like, yeah I'm gonna tag then I'll tag him but uh, this isn't for six months after like he tells me he loves me for the first time I think if you post your boyfriend on social media before I love you's have been exchanged it's too premature I like knew one guy wasn't right for me, but he was hot. Yeah, th and then successful. you go. There you go. Throw and it I, up. I know yeah. I never posted. Oh, I would him throw it up because I knew deep down that he I didn't, didn't want you. it to haunt me. Oh. I mean, I broke up with him because he was ruining my life. But like, I never posted him. I posted one because I was like, oh, I'll get into every club. Like this is better. Like <laughs> throw him in there to just that really exploit him for yeah. my benefit. I just there didn't want to explain to everyone that we weren't seeing each other because I knew it was going downhill. Okay, fair. You don't want to explain the breakup. Are you still engaged? Yes. yes. She's just, planning her wedding. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. You're like, we broke up, but we're going to do like a we're quick. We're still doing the wedding, but the engagement <laughs> is done. I was going to ask, when you do like a quick relationship status update. Okay, you're in a relationship. Yeah. You are engaged. I'm engaged. He's aging rapidly, though. So we have to get <laughs> the marriage done. Yeah. Um, and take a bunch of um, Instagrams this year. You know how Kylie does that? Like, she takes a shit ton so that when she's pregnant, she doesn't post that she's pregnant. You got to do it while he's a little bit young yeah. so that you can like throw him up I'd throughout be, like, the years. See what, how hot daddy used to be two years ago <laughs> i don't want to manifest this but i have this really weird intuition that i think that hannah will actually be pregnant at her wedding shut yeah. the fuck up like i don't Hannah's you don't want that upset. i don't like want that for are you, you happy but i feel I'm this so weird reckless gut. with my birth control when she yeah. said that like and he has no idea yeah i have an announcement but i would like to announce i'd love to formally invite you both to the wedding in wow May. i love that we really in may may Wait, did you change your date? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you, like, am I invited to the wedding? But I was also like, but, like, 
we're work friends. We met through work and it's like, you never know. And I would literally never expect anything, but I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll come. Wedding yeah. invites are crazy because people are like, don't invite anyone you don't think you'll be talking to in five years. And I do think I'm going to be talking to you guys in five years. I'm manifesting well, we'll that. See. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We're in like therapy with Alex. Yeah. Like, you should bring podcasters in that are, I know multiple podcasters who hate each other but go to therapy just to keep the check rolling shut the fuck up yeah i do and it's not reyna and ashley it's not they love each other but i know other that's wild that's crazy she's like we don't talk during the week we go to therapy to work work out you know what i think would be more interesting and then we're gonna actually fucking get into the episode they should almost lean into that they hate each other and publicly announce it and then (laughs) meet up every week and like disagree on shit no i actually absolutely agree with that like right? you know like okay you're right? the reason i watch couples therapy on hbo uh-huh. it would be like that yes. but in a podcast yes well Paige and i we had like very hard times and right. trials and tribulations with our friendship yeah and giggly squad was the like highlight and like thing that reminded us like i yeah. feel like the heart of what our friendship is but do you guys know how many more views you would get if you actually fought on your podcast instead? we disagree yeah we definitely okay disagree. yeah but on I, the real shit i will say I will attribute like this to my ex-boyfriend. When Hannah and I started the podcast, he was like, look, because he was in business with his best friend. And he was like, look, at the end of the day, that's your friend. So you should carve out a time to talk about business stuff Mm -hmm. like once a week when you're not recording. Mm -hmm. And then like do your normal shit when you're like texting her like, oh my God, guess what? Dude, it's, it's, that's a good starter. It's so much more complicated. I've learned than that complicates shit success complicates shit and if anything it's fucked up but if you're gonna be in business with a friend I would say putting your friendship on hold if you actually want the business to succeed and find your other fucking friends that you can like bitch to about your everyday shit yeah because you get to be resentful if the other one you see them do it like I remember I'd be like why are you out partying and doing drugs and I'm sitting here like it's hard to then so it's almost like better to be like are we doing this business thing then let's do the fucking business thing Well, I don't know about you Paige but I feel like this last summer our lives really changed where I was like fully on tour yeah I'm with a guy Paige is dating she's partying she's filming in like my old job yes there's so much that also changed in my life also this past year that's why I I could feel all of us had crazy years of change and so so many of my friendships changed some of them really stayed exactly the same Mm -hmm. and I wanted to get into discussing friendships how they evolve childhood versus adult friendships so I actually wanted to start off each of us defining what is a good friend to you. What is in your opinion, like Paige, we can start with you. Like what is a good friend? A good friend to me is, I feel like I'm in middle school. (laughs) Please repeat Repeat the the question (laughs) in your answer. (laughs) A good friend Friend to me me. um, is someone that's low maintenance. Oh. And like low maintenance. She goes, don't text me. And when you're not around and someone says, oh, what's Paige like? She hypes you the fuck Fuck up. up. Yep. Even if you're fighting or even if something's going on she's never revealing your secret she's like she's the fucking best right. I wish she was here and like that's you it. don't have to worry about what they're gonna say about you and you can call them with good news if you can't call a girlfriend with good news Fuck. and she's not happy for you that's not your friend but well, can someone call you with bad news or that's too high oh, maintenance <laughs> yes yeah, so of course they can call you with bad news when I like, cry she takes like um a tray and she just taps me <laughs> they're with there, it. Hannah. <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm not good with, I'm not good when people cry you're not no. why do you think that is 
She's dark. I don't inside. know. It makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We both are pretty closed emotionally. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten more open through the past year because I've been forcing myself to. Okay, Hannah. I feel like a good friend is someone who isn't just thinking about their self all the time right. and like is putting themselves in your shoes. Yes. And a good friend is someone who knows how to make you smile. You're also, also describing a dog, a cute puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, cause I've had like so many different friendships in my life, but ultimately someone who, when you're with them, you feel like a warm feeling yeah. and you never feel like you're too much for them. I think mine would be like, loyalty is number one and maybe that's also because no I don't I wouldn't even say our jobs I think like loyalty in general means a lot and then I think isn't a yes person and maybe that's changed for me as of recent but like I don't want someone that's just like it's a two-way street I don't want someone to just tell me what I want to hear like it needs to be an honest open conversation I ask for advice all day just started doing that to my friend like I was a yes person like fully where I was like okay that makes them feel better I'm just gonna yeah. I, I don't need to put my opinion in doesn't okay. really matter what I think and now recently I've been like you're fucking up right like you're being stupid and people respect that more yeah I also do think now that I'm thinking about it though maybe that also has to do with your level of self-confidence one okay that's actually I wasn't gonna say that but that's actually a good point and then two how close are you to that person yeah like I'm not trying to get in the I will yes great (laughs) good for you sweetie if I'm like no what the fuck is she doing but like I'm not gonna get in the middle of something if it's my best friend though I'm like bro Mm -hmm. that's I wouldn't personally do it I support you but like yeah I don't agree with that or like help them out and then yeah I guess self-confidence I am just very much a people pleaser yeah and so I would never want someone to be mad at me for like something I said and that used to like eat me alive got it and then I felt like as I got more confident in myself and who I was I was like okay well if they're mad at me that's how I feel I don't give a shit so now I'm like that's powerful I'm gonna tell you what I really think and if you're mad at me I'm sorry but that's how I feel dude that's actually so interesting too because as we get into like the dynamics of friendships I think it's interesting to see how they change yeah but you don't even have to look at friendship first you can look at just yourself like listen to how much you've changed Mm -hmm. so that means within the past at least two years like you've been a complete different friend to people because you've changed so how you're going to treat them has changed and it's evolved and so your friendship then evolves I really like what you said Paige about like you can go to them with your success yeah I don't fuck with people that can't support your growth Mm -hmm. and are there for you through change without jealousy or judgment yeah Mm -hmm. like judgment is different than giving them like your opinion and trying to help them but like judgment where it's like two-faced I don't fuck with that also women are intuitive like you know yeah you know when they're not happy for you you can feel that tension yeah we're really intuitive in that way absolutely they're like I've had a girlfriend where it's like any success I didn't tell her anything that's fucked but when like something was wrong I would tell her and she was obviously like very supportive and like don't worry little you'll like figure it out and then I have girlfriends where I'm like even today like I texted my girlfriend last night she was like come out and I was like I can't I'm doing call her daddy tomorrow and she was like dude fucking sick like absolutely pop off Mm -hmm. like yes like so supportive yeah so supportive I wanted to go past surface level so I read an article I read an article. I read it too. I haven't read an article in years. (laughs) Paige definitely didn't. Did you read it? No. Okay. I sent them an article. Guys. 
just she read the this. first sentence last sentence picture the beginning of call her daddy daddy gang with me like a couple bullet points i read articles now and yes i can read okay so this article basically <laughs> talks about the evolution of friendships it's um from the atlantic and it's called how friendships change when you become an adult mm-hmm. and i'm sure everyone sitting in this room right now feels that already like yeah i feel like we're at a very strange age right now which very we can strange. all right like especially with people getting engaged and getting married for anyone that didn't read the article <clears throat> page um <laughs> Like, I was on time though, like but I was on time. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, fair, fair. But I and look amazing. Cute. Yeah, and she looks good. So we know this, but I thought it was really interesting to actually read it and to articulate it to anyone listening. Unlike family and romantic relationships, there's less of a formal structure and more freedom to what it means to be a good friend. With your romantic partner, mm-hmm. there's boundaries and there's expectations and essentially guidelines that you set. Like you're not allowed to cheat or like... <laughs> I really don't like when you hang out with that person. Like yeah. a friendship, you don't have to follow those strict It's the wild west. It's the wild fucking west. And you wouldn't go a year without seeing your romantic partner, right? right? But with a friendship, it's a blank canvas. And every single friendship is gonna be different and there's no guidelines. And so I almost wanna like dive deep especially where we're at in our lives right now how much our friendships have changed well if we go back in the years all our anxiety and depression is due to the myspace top eight dude (laughs) back in the day we used to rank our fucking friends crazy and now it's like follow our friends and now it's like did you like her picture did you like her photo did you comment it's wild hannah and Paige, your relationship you have a very public friendship which can be strange and maybe risky at times but it's also great because there is an understanding there that maybe your best friend from middle school or whatever or your hometown best friend can't understand yeah Paige, i want to get your version first of when and where did you and Hannah meet Hannah and I met at Betches I was going in for an interview to write like fashion articles for them I was so nervous I was 23 24 and wasn't the most welcoming vibe I wasn't no the 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 office. office wasn't yeah and I got off the elevator and Hannah immediately came up to me and it was like a weird instinct that it was like oh, this is my friend from high school and I haven't seen her in a while. Like, that's how it felt. Love. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Like, she's made me feel comfortable. I can, like, do this day. Fast forward three months, three or four months, we're both on Okay, like, I kind of know her, but I don't really know her. And we were put in the same room together. And so you're cute. just put in such a weird scenario of, like, filming a TV show. Right. Like, that's just so weird. And then to share a room, and it was like, we just looked at each other, and it was like... Okay, so I have your back and you have mine. Okay. Right. I remember the first night. Do you remember? I was like, I'm so scared. Yeah. This is like a shark tank. And you were like, yes. But I think it was like we made each other laugh, even though she was so nervous the first night. She fell asleep while filming at a dinner table. <laughs> like she just I was like, I'm out. I thing where if I'm uncomfortable, I have narcolepsy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's the weirdest trait. Like if, if someone dies in my family or I'm going through a breakup, like I will fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I, my body physically is like we're taking you out of this do you know I, how many people wish they had that, I had that. <laughs> like 
You're like, I go through a breakup and I literally hibernate. I go to sleep for yeah. six months and I wake up and I somehow have a new boyfriend. Do you know how hard it is for people to fall asleep? You know, melatonin. Yeah, you what? gotta put a, yeah. an app, a calm app to literally. fall asleep. You're oh yeah, like, the calm app. But it was because I was so nervous. There's pressures that come with having a public friendship. Yeah. I know it very well. And also being in business together. It's one thing if you guys had just been on Mm-hmm. together or a show together but to have an actual business essentially together mm-hmm. having giggly squad and having to work every week together in some capacity I feel like it almost turns you more to feeling like it's a sister yeah. because you are going to fight not just like I friends d- you're actually yeah. in business I do have together. to say one thing on Paige you could tell me if you disagree a lot of people want our friendship to end so fucking bad. Yeah. It's so And weird. you feel it. Like, you feel it sometimes. Like, I'll get tagged in something like, why isn't Paige best friends with this girl? She's so much better or than Or like, Hannah. I haven't seen Hannah and Paige hang out in a minute. They must be in a fight. Yeah. Paige texts me once because there was an article being like, Hannah and Paige aren't friends anymore. And she goes, are we not friends anymore? And I go, <laughs> dude, no, dude, it's crazy. I literally feel like the therapist. I'm like, I've been through it, girls. Let me walk you through yeah, the ring of fire. I know. It's wild. And it's like, there's something about, we've learned from social media recently, drama works better and so you two being happy and it's like you guys can fight you guys can bicker and there's always going to be issues in a romantic in a friendship relationship family dynamic but you're also in the public situation so it's so fucking weird that you probably have had moments which I remember I would have you guys are not agreeing you're in a fight but then you have to go do your show yeah so you're obviously going to put on a good face but it's like it's a hard fucking line, dude. I do have to say, especially because last season of Science, for me, I like to compare it to Squid Game. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> dude, I actually, that's, like, not a bad comparison. I remember when they were like, can you trust them? And they're like, no. And then the people come out, and they're like, are you ready to play? I was like, I want to go to bed. It's crazy. But I do have to remind people, like, it reality tv like it is a game and it was like a social experiment type game and i do think Paige is much better at um at french at friendships that are more like what's the word like general friendships i'm very like i have that bitch that i will like tell everything to and i'm so close to and i really trust um and i do think that people just low-key call me service level Paige is great at being a fake ass bitch. Yeah, so Paige is really good at having fake friends and I'm not. No, I actually get what you're saying because I've had, I've been both before. I have gone through times in social (laughs) settings where, no, you're like, you're fake and you're fake too. And I'm the realest one here. Yeah. Um, So they suck, guys. Um, So the point is, is that it's like you go through phases in your life where like you are open to exploring friendships that like you don't need to call this person all the time yeah. and it's a good good relationship because socially it's fun and it works and you don't yeah. feel the need to have animosity or issues within the group and then you probably go through also moments and this could change in your life yep. you're gonna get super close to your fucking boyfriend yep. and all of a sudden you're not gonna be filming for a couple months and all of a sudden all those surface level friendships you're gonna have three girls that you only speak to yeah and those surface levels are like not as important for you to like cater to for a mm-hmm. minute so I think it ebbs and flows well of- also there are different friend groups you have in your life and I think the the most drama I've ever had with friends are always with the party friend group dude do you guys agree yeah you I call yeah. them my going out friends you're going yeah. out friends because that's Facts. the only time I've ever had issues because yeah. it's like they don't know your day-to-day and if you 
it's it's a little more chaotic energy with those friend groups. So do you guys both have like childhood friends still in your life to this day? Yes. Are you super close to them? My best friend from high school, yeah. Like she okay. knows everything that like I don't talk to her every day yep. but I definitely talk to her once a week okay Lauren is yeah. and I always say second grade and people think we made that up like she moved from Louisiana to come to my Catholic school in second grade she only stayed for one year because then she was like I'm not Catholic and I don't want to receive the quote-unquote body oh God, of Christ like read the what? fine print yeah, yeah. she's six so, years old and she's like I object yeah, literally, <laughs> literally I object I need to leave but anyway so I have a childhood best friend and her and, and two others that I'm still super close with but I came to this realization recently where like, I think there's too much of a stigma around when people are like, if they don't have childhood best friends, yeah. you can tell something about a bitch if they don't have childhood best friends. No, because kids are assholes. D- dude. Also, <laughs> are we so are mean. essentially. I'm so scared of children. They bully yeah. the shit out of but, me. But the, th- the thing is, is like, if you look back at that, like there's absolutely pros to having those childhood best friends because it's mm-hmm. a different relationship, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. essentially our parents almost picked them for us, yeah. Yeah. right? Because they chose our school. It's luck. And then like our teacher kind of also chose it because it's like she was sitting next to me. Yeah. And I think there's something to say about a person almost more sometimes about the adult relationships that they form Ooh. because it's a very different level of work, but both are great. I just think we need to stop being like, judging a chick if she doesn't have childhood no. friends like whenever I agree I and I will admit like maybe I used to no, you're I like forced that. to hang out with a lot of them like right? your parents are still friends yeah I grew up in New York City so I grew up in Brooklyn where you don't know your neighbors okay yeah so my thing was very different where, like you're in a public school also you see how like economics changes things because at a certain level people start going to private schools people don't yep. then by the time you're you're going to different colleges certain people are getting internships that other people aren't the next thing you know everyone is like kind of just in their like whatever wealth they have yes. which is crazy in new york because it could be like a huge gap yep. there's also this yeah. stigma with girls that it's like if you don't have a girl gang yeah like you're not having fun and if you don't have this like sex in the city you're not a girl's like, girl yeah you're not a girl's girl or like you don't have these four girls that like ride or die for you like you're not cool basically yeah. and that is just so untrue because every like group of girls that Mm -hmm. I've ever been in that we Mm -hmm. hang out for like a full year. We go out together every single weekend. Like there is some shit in that group. And at one point, like someone's calling me talking about the other one. And then the other one calls me and talks about the other one. And like, eventually that group is going to get apart no, straight up it's i feel like for me one-on-one friendships i'm so much better one-on-one than the group dynamic because yep. yeah, groups are. naturally i do have social anxiety and there becomes like a hierarchy and i'm yep. very egalitarian um <laughs> hashtag egalitarian i like everyone have equal opportunity and like <laughs> i d- hate when there's a regina george of a group where like I don't suck dick. Yep. Like, and I don't mean it like, oh, fuck you, you have power. But like, I hate when you see like someone has followers and then when that person wants to turn on someone, everyone turns on them just because of one thing. And there's a lot of girls who reached out to me the last couple months and been like, hey, I've gotten kicked out of a friend group. And I just want to say thank you. I really love that you're bringing that up because listen, like, I think that it's really fucking hard to navigate friends. And I think it's hard, especially with social media. Mm -hmm. And I even had it. I remember people being like, Alex doesn't have friends. And I'm like, my best friends don't, I have two of my best friends don't have social media. And I, that's why they're probably my best friends. Like they, and so I like, jelly. 
Dude, but th- th- don't you feel like sometimes you have to prove yeah. your friendship via, oh, I haven't posted this person a lot. Yeah. Like my Lauren McMullen recently, she was like, I need a break off of social media and literally just deactivated her Instagram. I have hundreds of people being like, are you and Lauren in a fight? I'm like, we've actually never been better. Cause they want it. Re- exactly. I read this quote and it said, it's from Ooh. Greta Gerwig. K guys. Okay. G unit. She said in college and right after college, there's this sense that your friends are your family. It's really painful in your late 20s when you realize that they're not your family yep. and they're going to make their own families. Yes. I feel right? Yes. We're at this stage. The late 20s is the weirdest thing. You realize yep. we're adults. Mm-hmm. And now you start to watch like we said, friends are getting engaged. Slowly everyone's parsing off into their mm-hmm. own little unit. Well, like it's weird. Look at your mom. Like your mom isn't calling her friend every single day and on the phone with her all day long. Like you growing up, you knew your mom's friend. Right. But like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, oh, my God, you're calling her every like so that you just grow up. And now that we're getting older and people are getting in relationships, I think about my bridesmaids all the fucking time oh you're gonna confuse yourself i'm about i am so quality over quantity i don't give a fuck the number of friends i have i want the quality i want to have one or two or three girls that i can hit up at any time and yeah. they're but, there but for that's me. hard for i get your thing of bridesmaids that's why i will never do that i don't I'm, think i will I'm either have bridesmaids are people, you the first thing they do they go is Paige gonna be your bridesmaid and i'm like i'm not doing bridesmaids fuck it's no. drama it'll make people upset and also like it's also like I don't have a like my group of girlfriends that I'm friends with. Some of them don't even know each other. Like they're not. It's my group of girlfriends, but we're not yeah. a group of girlfriends. The, my, yeah. the the MySpace concept is basically implemented in the bridesmaid situation. Yeah. yeah. Who are your top? Well, they seven. assume that you have these like six girls that you grew up together. And like my life, for example, like I've lived in so many different places, and I have so many friends from different places, and it'll be fun to just get drunk yeah. and celebrate that. Um, but I do think that. I have a question for you. Yeah. Your societal success has really popped off recently. Has that affected any friendships? Yes. I'm so lucky that I have my, like who I just talked about, those two friends that don't have social media. My best, best, best friends are my friend Jackie, Kristen, and Lauren. Mm -hmm. And those people, I will say, I've definitely gravitated more towards because they knew me before all of this. Mm -hmm. I will say that it's weird that the friends that like were like more surface level definitely started like coming towards me a little bit more once. It's weird. Yeah. Or they're the ones ones that talk the most shit. And I, I bet they do. Like I... And that's why I think, like, my circle is so fucking small that, like, I, one of my best friends, I would say, like, is literally my sister now, who I didn't have the closest relationship to, but, like, that's my blood, and, like, it's hard to fucking trust people. And those friends will get you through anything, and I do have to say shout out to, like, I have some really close friends who, when I publicly was losing friends yeah. and being accused of like being Crazy. a bad friend, whatever, yeah. like with no evidence of yeah. whatever. Right. <laughs> Having them to be like, hey, this is real life. We love you. Your cat loves you. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Dude, this, so, the, the comment, real life, my boyfriend does yeah. that to me all the time when I'm like spiraling and he's like, Alex, look at me and he'll real like life. grab me and real he's life. like, real life right here. Yeah. 
It's fake. so true. Fake. It's so right? Someone, my therapist will be like, right? okay, yeah, they hate that persona. Like, oh, those people are mad yes, at that persona. persona. But like, you... But it's hard because yeah. that persona is such a part of you sometimes. If I can give anyone advice listening, if you're like struggling at a time in your adult life where you're feeling like mm-hmm. I've got some people that are close, some people that I wish I was closer to, mm-hmm. like it ebbs and flows. Like you said with our moms, my mom, yep. some of her best friends are mothers she met through her children. Then. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's going to constantly change based off of you also. and you're changing it i yeah. even think like it's not a coincidence that Paige found someone right now and you're also getting to a point that you're like saying no to people yeah. and being more yeah. yourself because if you just want everyone to like you guys girls friends mm-hmm. like you don't get that depth where once you find that x factor that is you that differentiates you that's how you get real friends yeah. who know you and friends are also ones who love your imperfections friends are like Paige knows every side of me yeah she's seen the ugliest sides of me and she understands me. Yeah. And like, I'm not afraid yeah. to be any type of way. Cause you know, everything I'm doing comes from a place of love with our friendship. Yeah. And like when you're saying back to like, if she doesn't have friends from childhood, like she doesn't have real friends. I really feel like until you're out of your party phase, which really doesn't happen until the end of your twenties, that's when your real friendships like take, precedent like it's when they become top priority because you're so different like I purposely wanted to stay single this entire year and I'm so glad I did and it's gonna sound so surface but like because I wanted to party my face off (laughs) I wanted to go out every night I didn't want to answer to anyone I wanted to go out with any guy that I wanted to go out with I wanted to get it out of my system so that I didn't was never in a relationship again and was like damn I want to really go out I think it's so smart and any friend that makes you feel bad for not wanting to party anymore or for meeting someone new like not a good friend no that's actually so true because I think I love that you said that page of like people listening like when you're in college College, it's so different it's so like different you can get an amazing friend from college but like you're given essentially an artificial setting yeah it's like this is where you're at and these are the needs of people everyone has the same sort of idea of what college is supposed to be then you get out and then you're moving to the real world and then yep. it's like New York I need a fucking friend oh my god like yep. I'm new here I don't New York you, is terrifying terrifying friends because if you don't have a friend you're not going out you're not going and anywhere if you're not going out you have what, no friends. Are you, what are you doing like, the best right. advice my mom gave me, I remember in, I think it was high school, I was like trying to befriend the cool girls. Yeah. And when I say cool girls, I mean like the coolest New York City, like their parents are famous and they're wealthy, yeah, whatever. Right. And I just was like, oh, I guess like, I've watched movies, like you want to be in that scene. Totally. And I remember sitting and like, it was super boring. I was like a little too goofy for them. I like didn't do drugs. And I remember just it felt like I was putting a round peg in a square yeah. hole, whatever, you yeah. know what I was trying to say. And I remember my mom being like, can you just find someone who's kind? Yeah. Ah. Can you just find someone who's kind? And I met this girl who's just so nice and every day we'd meet at my locker and my, I was just such a happier person. So yeah. I think, I don't know what I'm trying to say with no, this. No, but you know what I would like to say to anyone is I also don't want anyone to feel bad for moments of trying that. Like when I yep. lived in New York, 
I had this group of party friends that like I couldn't trust one of those people. No. Yeah. All I could trust them to hopefully do is answer my text when I'm asking them what bar they're at and yeah. see you there. But like <laughs> I needed that in that moment. Yeah. I needed yep. those type of friends and like I'm always going to be grateful to them because they included me. You're exploring your identities yeah. in your 20s. Yeah, you need to put yourself in different friend groups Facts. and see do I like myself with these people? That's what fucking dating is and I really think friendship is so similar to dating. Yeah. You ever meet a new girl? I mean we could discuss like what is is your method when you meet a new girl and you know you're vibing how do you go about it to make it a friendship right I think it's you don't do anything it's just if it keeps going and yeah. it's natural like one of my best girlfriends I only met her a year ago and it was because I was single and I went out with another girlfriend and we were at a party and we it was literally like we started dating like we just started laughing at the <laughs> right. same things I was like damn I think I'm vibing with this girl and then all of a sudden it was just like we're going to go out together like we're both single. But it got so much deeper than go, just going out. Right. And she was the girl that I texted last night and was like, I can't, I'm doing can't call daddy. And she was like, good for you, bitch. Good for you. Like, I will hype you up every day. I'm interested yeah. to know, Hannah, have your friendships changed since being engaged? Oh, that is Ooh, interesting. Great. Well, also... What I was dealing with, which was very difficult, was a pandemic. Yep. So we filmed a season of a show and then we weren't, we were all good. Right. Were we not all good? Yeah. And then <laughs> we didn't see each other because we're in the heat of the pandemic. Right. I'm living with my mans. And then the show airs and no one saw each other. And then you just think of, you're just seeing online what people are saying about you and it becomes this whole thing. And then I realized like, okay, I have this safe person with me who knows me and understands me. Why would I want to get involved in more toxic drama with people who don't? Have you felt just like friendships changing? Cause now you're just like at a different point in your My life. My friendships has, have changed as in I'll meet someone who's also engaged and I'll get excited. I'll be like, oh, double yeah. date, Fun. double date. Fun. Or we'll start talking about wedding planning. Cause I have some friends who like, they don't want to hear about the wedding. Right. Not cause they're not excited for me, but like they don't, like I didn't know anything about weddings. Like I, they're like, I don't care about flowers. So you just are in a different mindset. And, and a different place in your life. Yeah. Like, that I think is, and again, it's okay because it doesn't mean you still can't be friends with the people that aren't wedding fucking planning yeah. but right. it may mean that you're a little less close with those people that are also like say you have a party friend yep. in the moment and you're planning a wedding like it's gonna be a bit challenging and friction because you don't have similar interests yes. right now we also need to normalize for girls going through periods of not having any friends mm -hmm. Like feeling like, damn, I don't have any friends right now. Mm -hmm. And like not hanging out with anyone and not going out and not having a boyfriend. Yeah. I went through that a little bit this year. In the moment, I was like, I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. Like I can't even call a girl to like go out right now. It was the best thing ever. Like you have to have those periods. I would that argue it's like point. when it's people say choose to be single, sometimes choose to take a break from people. Because yeah. that's, I mean, I know when I was dealing with some depression, and I dealt with like some really bad social things back to back. I had PTSD where like I didn't want to go outside and see people because I just uh, felt like people hated me uh -huh. or people were like projecting things on me. You know, especially if there's public shit going on. I can't imagine how you felt going out in public. So then like recently two of my friends reached out who've known me for a while and got dinner with me. I started crying at dinner. I was like, I haven't felt 
loved like yeah. this in so long. And it's different than uh, your boy or your boyfriend or your fiance. Yeah. Like it's so different. A girl so different. friendship, but it's hard. Cause they're choosing. They yeah. don't think I'm hot. Yeah. yeah they're they, they're not, they're not with me cause they're looking at my titties. Yeah. yeah. Facts. They, they, oh, that's why girlfriends are so great because they actually like you for a depth that like, yeah, it's so past. They don't need you for shit. Yeah. COVID like jump started that for me. Cause like when you're at your parents' house for three months, it's like, wow, you really realize who you texted to be like, what'd you watch on Netflix? Yes. Like, yes. it's just, yeah. it really cut down so many girls that I was like, wow, that is, she is my going out friend. Still Fully love her. Love. Still, if I see her out, I'm going to be like, damn, can't wait to take but a right shot now, with you. But don't need to talk to But her. like, I don't need to talk to you every day and see like. And you're not going to talk to the stupid guys who like, you can't get dicked out by you're them. You're not yeah. talking to any nope. guy. Nope. So you're hitting up your friends who make you laugh and who you yeah. can open up to. Yeah. Like we FaceTimed. I think every day in quarantine for like four hours. Yeah. That's how we were like, let's go live. Cause we're saying some right, funny like why shit. Not? Like that's how it was born. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know, real when you get it right. Daddy gang, it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What are some of the bigger issues you two have had this past year? Are you asking us? Yeah. What are some issues that we've had? I do have to say. Well. Paige and I never got in a fight before. Yeah. We've never like yelled at each other. But I will say the biggest, not tension, but like awkwardness for us that I don't think we ever really, really talked about was when she didn't come back yeah. to film the show. You guys didn't talk about it. We talked about it in the sense of her being like, I'm not doing it. And me being like, damn, it's going to be weird. But we never like talked about it. And we like went in 
like it's us versus the world right like we're gonna do this together and I always felt like because then I continued to do it does she think I'm betraying her Mm -hmm. like does she think I'm gonna talk shit about her or does she think I looked out for number one and kind of threw her under the bus and I never oh my god I almost like started crying (laughs) I never said that to her like hey I don't want you to feel like that and do you feel like that like I never asked her I just kind of shut the fuck up why do you guys think you didn't talk about it it was a scary time it was really volatile and I took all the heat and just kind of was like... I think I never said anything to her either because she was going through... Like, I would go on her Instagram and be like, damn, how the fuck is she doing this? Like, how how is she surviving with people commenting this shit on her page? So I never wanted to, like, text her and be like... And bring it up. If she was at that moment, like, not looking at it and she was cool, I never wanted to be like... Hey, which is hard though in Friendland because then you could feel like she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But I get what you're saying where you don't want to like trigger her and bring it up. But then it, Hannah may be like, why hasn't, why hasn't she, she reached checked out? In about it? And I also think I do have that vibe. And I think that's also why people can come for me on TV sometimes because I act really together and strong. Yeah. I act like nothing you can say right, or do yeah. will hurt like, me. Like tough girl. Like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm so fucking strong, but I'm like so sensitive. So sensitive. Dude, the people that do that the most are the most sensitive internally. And I wish people would like normalize. Like that's how you cope and that's your defense mechanism. Yeah. That's how you literally get through every day. If someone's coming at you, you buck up and be stronger. Yeah. And I think. That's why I can't deal with people crying. Right. Because okay. I'm like, that's <laughs> right. not how I but do it. But I think that's really wild that you guys didn't talk about it so to the extent you literally just said like I'm not doing that how did you decide can you talk about that how did you decide not to do the show people didn't want me back yeah and it's a I've never dealt with a such a public performance of exclusion in my life when like I just wanted a fucking great entertaining show and I didn't know going in and I I don't know about Paige, but I don't think Paige knew to the extent of the, like, overall, um, like, that it was going to get that bad. Yeah. Yeah, never in my life thought that she wasn't going to come back. It just didn't cross my mind. And I also was like, how could they split us up, you know? Well, I think from an outsider, because, like, I also think it's wild to me to see every show needs a villain, right? There needs to be friction there needs to be an issue in every episode or Mm -hmm. we're we're bored so that breeds a really unhealthy environment and if anything Hannah I would go to say someone's gonna be the next you yeah so like you just were the one that ended up being the collateral damage but everyone inside next season watch the fuck out because who's the next her because there's got to be one of them right you're gonna dislike someone someone. and I think we've seen it in the past like I remember there was people hated her or people hate like there were people that you went through and you disliked but no year was it this bad I will say was I don't know if it was the pandemic but also because we weren't with each other there was a lot of talking behind the scenes that I wasn't involved in and I had no idea coming in how many people had a plan that I wasn't aware of to the point that even saying the V word, I don't even like saying it because I had no fucking clue. I had no clue. I mean, we also live in such a weird time where it's like 
the other day I had to check and be like, wait, why, why do we hate Chrissy Teigen again? Like, why do people dislike her again? Or like, wait, does Stassi still have fan? Does Stassi still have a like, she still Instagram canceled? following? Like, what's going on? Like, you don't, and it's just it's, so confusing. It, it is, and it's, I will say, Hannah, for you, now that you're sitting with me, because I, listen, I was seeing it. I was literally watching all of it go down. It's disgusting. It's literally disgusting what happened to you for you going on a reality show. But Alex, I'm be honest. In my head, I'm like, well, is Alex not going to want to be my friend now because she saw this fake entertainment? If anything, I'll say this about you, Hannah. I think it shows you're one of the realists because I think in rea- <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass, and I'll say it. And sorry if it's going to piss people off, but I think it's like you got to be really frictioning with the fucking producer's idea of where they want to take shit. Sorry, sue me. Don't give a fuck. Like I'll- you, people watch for forty five minutes once a week. Right. There are hours and hours yeah. and hours that we film. They have to cut it down right. to a strict 45 minutes. So people that are coming on our Instagram being like, oh my God, I hate you. I can't believe you said yeah. that. I can't believe that's what you, like, that's whose side you took. Like, it's kind of like, well, you actually don't know me. Right. Like, you, you saw a clip. 1% of what my real personality is. And like, the vision that you have in your head about me isn't me. Also, and the vision Alex, I have in my people, head about who I am people, also isn't the full me. Fact. Like, people I, loved me my first two seasons. Dude, I was about to say that. You were like oh, firecracker me fun. To the point that like that is also like you can't let your head get big with that. But I went in. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. I'm very coachable. I'm a formal athlete. <laughs> and I was just like I'm ready to do the best right. I can. And I'm going to stand up for myself or stuck in this house. But I do think that... Well, I think your narrative also didn't work. Let's just be real. You had Luke the year before and you were the thriving little person that everyone was like, what's happening with the relationship? Now you're engaged. Yeah. People may be like, oh, that's not fun anymore. Don't care. Bye. Yeah. So I do. I do think you understand more than anyone what it's like to have people pick sides on friend fights when they don't know what actually happened. I don't think Hannah knows how much I really do love her and see her as like one of my best friends because I am still involved with the sh- like yeah. I am still on it and I will say this too I love a yeah. she is also one of my best friends like I was just in her wedding yeah and I loved being a part of it because her and I have a different bond but in no way does that and I got so much shit for this on Instagram and just like I'm two-faced and like I am a people pleaser and I tell people what they want to hear and it was like no, like I love these two girls. And at one point, the three of us laughed our asses off like every night at a dinner. And we were I best friends, yeah. the three of us. hated that like we weren't anymore. But I wasn't 16 years old and having to pick whose lunch table I'm sitting yeah. at. Like I can be friends with both of them and it be totally separate. But I never wanted either of them to feel like, hey, when I'm with Hannah, I'm talking shit about you. And hey, when I'm with Hannah, I'm talking shit about you. Like... Because it's just not what it is because we're adults. I would inevitably, being so candid, if I was Hannah, and I think everyone try to put yourself in Hannah's shoes, there's inevitably, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and you know you're not pissed at Paige, but like there's going to be a little resentment of like, come on. Yeah. Like, come on. Have my fucking back. Have my fucking back. Yeah. Then sitting where you're at, it's like, I've got you, but... I can also be friends with someone else. And there's this weird dynamic of like, 
I don't know what I would do. I never wanted, I never want, I remember sitting at the reunion and her whole body was shaking. And so I wasn't even listening to what people were saying because I was like, oh my God, she's like freaking out. Now I have to have her back and I'm yelling at people. I'm like, I don't even know what I said. But then I'd look across the room and I'd see him crying. And I was like, damn, I love her too though. I don't want her to think that I'm just like all back up Hannah. But then I'm like, well, I don't want Hannah to think that I'm totally on her side. Like it was a lot. And I my defense and the way I dealt with it was I just didn't say anything to either of them for months and I never brought it up just thinking like this will go away and we'll move past it and like we'll never talk about it again how did you feel that you guys didn't have a conversation about it Hannah well we have to remember this is reality tv we're talking about and in real life if there was a fight it wouldn't be like eight people yelling at one person with cameras yes. everywhere. Yeah. And I yeah. remember afterwards, I was like, okay, well, can I talk to a one-on-one, please? Yeah. Because also in my head, we never did anything to each other. Wait, I don't know if I'm allowed to like talk about oh. all this stuff either. Okay. Like, I don't know if I'm really allowed to say something else. And just in general, like no names. It's, okay. It's not. But you guys can talk about the two of you. Yeah. yeah. And how, Okay. Do you feel betrayed by Paige at all? No, because um, if Paige... I, if I were you, I would. A little. I just think if Paige didn't do what she did, she would have been in my position. I don't know if I agree. Oh, I, that's what I tell myself. Well, okay, the, okay, <laughs> there yeah, you go. That, you, that, got that, that gets you through the night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. I just know that, like, if she if she really like stood by me the whole way it could have then it would have could have been both of us in a really bad position but okay let's go back to like friendships and how they evolve right if I was in high school and someone was yelling like my friend was fighting with someone I'd all day have her back and be like shut the fuck up you don't even know but as an adult I also have to look objectively and be like, okay, well, I don't have an issue with this person. Like, he didn't really do anything to me, and I'm not really mad at him. So I can't, like, blindly just be like, fuck you. Because, like, okay, well, what is Well, that? and I also think, let's be real here, there are careers on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, be, well, that's yeah. the big elephant really, in the room yeah. that no one's talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's be really it's candid. It's really like, just There are careers. large paychecks yes. that I would like to keep cashing. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I can't. But I'm yeah. just saying there were moments when a certain person was accusing me of things that, like, he was also kind of talking about you, but I kind of, like, took, took the, the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, honestly, and I don't know it was why like, that I have gotten away with that shit since high school. My best friend from high school will be like, you never got blamed for Dude, I anything. hate you. I hate and you. And I'm like, I don't know how. Dude, I think every single person listening, maybe you are Paige or maybe you're the Hannah. But like there are people that literally somehow if there's two people in the fucking room saying the same exact thing, mm-hmm. it's going to hit completely, completely different, different when it's coming out of Paige's Paige mouth. Paige and I, we are different people so different and my energy when it comes to a dude who's trying to control people yeah it's gonna be different Paige is better at dealing with that than me yeah I'll kick someone in the nuts I don't like I don't like how I I wish like we can get better to it social media stuff of like when people make their apology videos or however like or people are like you like you're trying to defend yourself you I see you at times 
you start to get emotional and riled up. Yeah, and I got you emotional. You fire back with shit. Yeah. But it's also because you're trying to defend yourself. I was in full, and like I joke, Paige, Paige this season was Defense like, mode. you're so defensive. And I'm like, I feel like I, yeah. every angle yeah. someone is coming at me about something and I'm on national TV. And I don't know what to do. my nightmare is looking bad on national TV. Yeah. It's Paige's Your nightmare. Your nightmare is looking stupid. Your nightmare is and you're having people fucking hating okay, you. Yeah. Imagine going on a TV show and someone just yelling you're a bad friend with no and then everyone else just agreeing and you looking and feeling lost and being like I don't know if I could get out I of this I can't imagine how much you po- wanted to just be like wait can we pause for a second I everyone did. pause no I quit the show like four times during filming yeah crying hysterically I was losing my mind is there anything if you could go back you would change and then you would change okay great question um ha, this is gonna be really sad okay I can't trust people. Yeah. Like, I just got really, like, it was really bad. And I was, like, very trusting. Yeah. And um, I just, I just hope, like, I did this for a reason. So people, I always just wanted to be a strong girl standing up for myself. You can't trust that people, just because you're being authentic to yourself, that it's going to go okay. And then don't get crazy animosity towards people because they're dealing with their own stuff that you don't always understand. And even if they're yelling at you very personal things on national television, you can't get like your animosity get too big. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't hate any of those people. Like when I really think about it, I don't. I think also it's really different. Cause then I want to hear your answer page. No, I I literally just started crying for you because I I think it's really, really, really weird. We're talking about friendships, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, we're not talking right now about natural friendships. I've just refused to give up on my friendship with Paige. Like despite what everything that happened, like if I lost, I've lost everything. Yeah. I've lost jobs. I've lost associates. I can't talk to anyone from that show and I'm not going to lose Paige. Yeah. For you, Paige, like this is the time to be a friend to this person right now. Because like this, like if this was you, just that's where you really got to put yourself in her shoes. Like, I mean, Hannah's the only reason I could even do the first season. I sucked. I was horrible (laughs) at being on camera. I was horrible at having conversations. Hannah was my security blanket the entire time. Yeah. Like I couldn't speak up. I couldn't do things like she's the only reason I am where I am today. And I mean, she's the only reason I feel comfortable talking about sex ever. <laughs> Love. She's the only reason I feel comfortable being like, I don't have to wear makeup. I don't like I can put this on Instagram and be fine. She really... I met her at such a pivotal time. I was 25 when I met her thinking like I knew everything and this is the persona I want to put out on national TV. And then she looked at me one day and was like, but you don't have to put that out because that's not really who you are. You don't have to be perfect. Yeah. And she just changed a lot of who I am as an adult female. Would you change anything that how it went down? I would have spoken up more and I would have like we had fun. We, we had so much fucking fun. I love doing it. Like I love being on television. I love f- filming a TV show. I love showing my life. 
And I loved doing it with my friends and I loved doing it with Hannah. And I would have gone back to the start of when shit, people started fighting and been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let's not do this. Like, let's listen to each other and let's not be so self-centered in ourselves thinking. we're not in the Peace Corps, you know? Like, we're just trying to, we're supposed to. Well, I was going to ask you, Paige, Mm. is there any relief that Hannah's not coming back next season yeah yeah and that's just honest yeah there was because I was like okay well now I'm automatically not in the middle of the two of them and I can have my friendship with Hannah and I can have my friendship with these other people and they will never be mixed again and I got a lot of heat of like I was Hannah's puppet and like I only did whatever Hannah said and I was like well that's that's dumb because I am my own person too and I have my own opinions and make my own decisions but yeah I would be lying if I didn't say there was a relief because there was so much animosity when we were all in a room together yeah and I was the only person that was directly in the middle of it and I had two sides being like what are you doing yeah like why are you siding with this person why aren't you siding with this person and it was a lot and my defense me- mechanism is falling asleep and shutting the fuck up and that's exactly what I did all season because I was like, I don't know what to do so i rather say nothing. And it's hard when like, for me to survive, I needed Paige. Yeah. Because I was fighting with a couple. I, I, yeah, that's so a, that it was, was a hard like, thing. It was a number. And then the couple has a lot of power. Right. So they have a bunch of people that are following right. them and I thought that I had... I didn't realize there was such a hierarchy. Everyone that we were like our friends with and like that we did a TV show with, like no one to their core is like an evil person. Like they really aren't. People are dealing with different shit at different times. We're putting real extremes. We're putting real extreme situations. Yeah, it's real extremes. Well, I'm just going to say too, what's happening right now is exactly what the empire that is reality TV wants two friends that started this Mm -hmm. loving each other. You just talked about how she built you up as a woman. Yeah. You went into this so genuine and now look where we are. Yeah. That's the monster of look where I was a year ago. Like that's the monster. That is what social media has created. You said you left there in the pandemic after filming and not much was going on and the middle of the pandemic this shit airs and your entire fucking life changes why because millions of people have a fucking opinion like that's millions. fucking wild and what's also sad about it though is like this is a tv show i i was not in this last season so i couldn't work it out with these yeah. people is there anything you would want to say to them? Is there anything you would want to say? Or do you feel like you have your closure? Um, you can't have fucking closure, Hannah. There's no, no fucking way I don't have closure have cl- right I now. don't have closure, but I feel, I just feel like I'm, I'm working on like really trusting in the universe. Yeah. And I'm trusting that like, all I know is I'm, I'm safe right now. Okay, that's good. People can try to do stuff, but they can't take anything else away from me. Right. Cause now I have my own stuff and, um, I just hope that they don't, that history doesn't repeat himself itself. Yeah. I don't wish what happened to me on any right. of them. If you could 
is I don't also want Hannah to feel like she's hated by all of these people. That's pretty hard. Probably they're for trying her to really yeah. hard to make it clear that yeah. that is. I mean, exclusion is very difficult, and this is on a very public platform. Yeah. First fight, I got uninvited to their wedding, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I, this is clear. Is there anything that you during all of this? like wanted to say to Paige, but you never said. Fuck you. No, (laughs) no, no, no. My thing is just like, sometimes I might've felt like I needed her to like, for a second, get out of the game. Like I just needed like for a second, cause like there was a game being played that I lost the rules. I freaked out and I was behind. But it's hard because I still want Paige to succeed. Yeah. How do you think now your friendship has like changed because of this? Are you guys not as close anymore? I actually feel like we're closer because I... It's just like I don't I don't have anxiety about filming with her. But that seems pretty selfish. Yeah, that is like, absolutely selfish. I would say that you probably are saying that though when if I think about that, like you also you guys just told me that you never fucking talked about this. So yeah. I wouldn't say that's that I close. Do, I will say I do feel like I was I'm a people pleaser and I would never want Paige to get mad at me, but I I wish I pushed her more. Yeah. To help resolve the issue, not pick a side, yeah. but to help be like, yeah, can you talk to her? Cause you guys just, just okay. saying all this shit and then just leaving her alone on an Island and you guys are getting what you want. Right. Like I, I wish that Paige was like, guys, I know what you're doing and I know you're winning this like, reality TV fight. Lay the fuck off. The dog is dead. Let's Literally. move on. Cause there's real lives and money and hurt. Like it is a miracle that like, I'm but here on the okay yeah. now I have to be devil's advocate no go for it yeah the way she's feeling they also felt like they felt like she was coming for them and I would have to say to them she's not she's not she thinks that you guys are I mean look at the confessionals yeah you don't I, I didn't have a voice it was just people criticizing me all season yeah you were never in confessionals yeah, you ne- we they never. They took my story away because my story was my yeah my truth. You were gone. That- so when people said that I was coming for them, I'm like, I'm s- being called lazy, sleeping in bed all day, avoiding any conflict. Because whenever I walk outside, there's a different accusation that I am badly defending myself at. I do think that I suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. I have my mom and my fiance. For some reason, like I don't. I'm bad with like calling friends and like emotionally dumping on them. Because also like. And also Paige is a part of something that right. caused me so much pain. Right. So I'm not about to call her and like, like I want her to focus on her shit. Yeah. And cause I'm, I'm team Paige. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. And I know, I know like, I know that I have to focus on myself sometimes and like going back to what hurt you is not always the way to solve it. And I really take it like it's a course correction. Like the universe was like, get out because my fiance was like you would have never if if you weren't walloped if you weren't if they didn't drag you by your hair literally because I'm a fighter yeah you are (laughs) I will say to you Hannah like I have a lot of respect as much as people can say like 
I wouldn't have done it this way. You're standing, your career yeah. is thriving, and you're fucking here. I called her multiple times, like, during the whole thing, like, when everything was going on, and said, if this happened to me, I can already tell you there's no way I would be where Hannah is. My Instagram would have been deleted. I would have been probably in nice. a full psych war. Like, there's yeah. just, I don't know myself as a person. I'm not that strong. Like, I just know yeah. I'm not. And Hannah? I did Google psych wards. <laughs> <laughs> You're there like, needs to be like under a psych ward, like a more socially acceptable psych yeah, ward. Yeah, no, a retreat, a like wellness. A, but like, I need something more serious than a retreat. I wanted an in between. Well, and I think that speaks a lot. That's what you should hold within yourself is yeah. like the strength. But I do want people to understand that like my response to depression and anxiety is work. Because if I have to sit there with my thoughts and Same. feel my shit, that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So. Your girl is on tour. Your girl yeah. is cracking jokes. But through that, I do have to say, like, Daddy Gang has helped me because Daddy Gang didn't meet me through reality TV. Yeah. Daddy Gang met yeah. me through you. Yeah. So Daddy Gang was like, oh, I started watching a little. And I was like, oof, rough season. They're like, oh, we don't give a shit. Yeah, we don't care. There's also these, like, internet crusaders who are, like, the social media police who are like, I heard her say this. And, like, she should be canceled. And it's right. like, dude, oh, you've never said a sentence before right. that, like, you regret saying or that didn't come out the way you meant it? Yeah. No, yours just aren't filmed or captured because no one gives a fuck about yeah. you. Sorry, but the numbers don't lie. Like, people follow us. They don't follow you. I don't know who the fuck you are. But, like... <laughs> I know for a fact you've definitely said something at one point in your life that you regret. But I don't have the time to find it, but I bet you right, can. <laughs> but I can't find nah. it because no one films your day-to-day nah. like they film ours. But like, I do then have to that's say, just what it is. We do are you- obsessed with making women great or evil, yeah, black or facts. white. And there's and everything is gray. There's light and darkness to everything. There's light and darkness to me, light and darkness to Paige, light and darkness to you. But the internet loves to be like, this person is horrible. It has yeah, to be one of extreme. Yeah. And like, I'm... T- Three weeks from now, I might get like a great gig. Suddenly, Hannah's incredible. And you know what? Right. Blake Horseman, this guy in The Bachelor, once told me, because he got a really bad edit once, and he was like, just remember as viewers, the person you love is not as great as you think they are. Yeah. The person you hate is not as shitty as you think they are. Yeah. And we're all vibing on yeah. different planes and different energies. And Dude, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm just at the point where I don't know what the lesson of this is yet. TBD, yeah. next up. <laughs> it's but coming. Like, but it's I'm coming. here. Yeah, I had a producer tell me when I first started reality TV and they said 50% will love you, 50% will hate you, and neither of them are right. And, That's fucking and terrifying. I've like, yeah, it's terrifying. And so like I'll look at comments of people being like, you look so pretty, I love this outfit, and blah, blah, blah. And like you get a little high from it mm-hmm. and then you have to be like, yeah, but like there's a filter on this. And like, yeah, I'm actually like, I can't read that, but you find that one that's mean People don't come for you unless you're loved. That's true. Facts. They can't. People don't hate you unless they care. Yeah. They can't bring you down unless you're up. Yeah. It's really fucking awful. I do have to say I've gained a lot of empathy for people. As in, I used to love being like, what shit is going down with this person? Ooh, they fucked up. And even on Giggly Squad, Paige and I now, like something will happen to someone and we always try to see like, the full picture because it's so we're like fun. well we don't know them though it's but so we fun to jump on the bandwagon it's so fun to be like 
we we've hate them. We love them. Dude, every fucking time I see drama now, I will admit, I used to be like, this is fun. I now being Dude, the yeah. center of it was yep. like, you look at those moments and then the minute you see something online, it's a fun moment for people to like gawk yep. over. Like, this is so fun. Like, think about what that person's fucking doing in their room right now. Miserable. But yeah. there is psychology behind like the idea of the group. Yeah. And like, it's like if we were all started to like stand up and sit down everyone would start doing it yeah. and it's like we see someone leaving a bunch of hate on someone's page we for some reason think it's okay it's the groupthink mentality and it's disgusting yeah it's that's why like sometimes. when people get mad that like we delete comments on our instagram yeah i don't want to read a comment over and over that says to go kill myself like i'm gonna delete it this is my page yeah. i would love to know what it's you like, would do right on you yours need to come through right? to your house with messy shoes we got another metaphor no, y'all it's, you know yeah it's okay but i get where you're going with it <laughs> but it's true it's like dude when people like she deletes comments i'm like no shit you yeah. fucking cunt if you post, people post like lies straight up on my page and i'm like i'm not leaving that up my well, grandma like, follows me now reading Facts. i did front page news all the time and I haven't yeah. done it in a Why? while I started to feel like mm. icky about it yeah. because oh. I was like okay I will read things about celebrities online and be like damn that's crazy but now you're too close to it that you're like and Whoa. now I'll read things about myself and I'll be like well that's not true how many things have I read now that also weren't it's true the media so now I've stick to talking about like what did JLo wear in that picture with Ben like I don't care if they're not really dating or if they are yeah. I just like them this like I like these things but it's hard to have an opinion on other people's lives when you, you don't really fucking know them and like, just because they're an actor or a singer and you want to know what they're doing because you like them. I get that. I love that. I also have people that I'm like obsessed yeah. with. But like, I don't know them. Yeah. And like, people don't really know us. What do you guys think would happen if Giggly Squad stopped? I think the only way Giggly Squad would stop is if... Hannah was like, hey, I'm doing like a full fucking comedy show where I'm doing one every single night for three months. Like, I don't have time to do this. Or if I was like, hey, I'm going to go do this clothing line or something. Yeah. Like, it would only really stop if one of us had another opportunity that was like, I got to do this. But do you feel like if it did stop, your friendship would kind of wane out? We would have to have a different schedule of our lives i mean if anything giggly squad is just we don't have to set up dinners right because we have like full two hours where we talk shit every week yeah, right. like the only reason we don't talk as much during the week is because i'm like fuck i'll save this for the podcast we totally. literally have a totally. list where we just yeah. add but i do have to say about giggly squad and Paige, tell me if you disagree it didn't start as a business, right? Yeah. It started as... It never a, does. It, <laughs> you never it think never it's going to be successful. And we started just during quarantine at 10 p.m. talking so much shit. And I do think the success of Giggly Squad added to a lot of drama this season. Yeah. And it's just like Straight people up. saying like, you don't have a job, like you don't do anything. Uh, this is fucking mentally draining. Like even, On another level. Even just like getting on a podcast and talking about all this shit, I'm already running in my head like, damn, okay, when people listen to this, are people going to text course. me of course. and be like, is, like, am I going to get in trouble at work? Right. Like, I'm already running through that. You, I, I just said to you, Hannah, I was like, you're not speaking what the minute all this turns off and you all leave. And then if I pulled you aside, I'm like, what did you actually want to say to Paige? You'd be like, stand the fuck up for me. Yeah. Do something. But you can't, like, everything has to be calculated in a way that's like so fucking unhealthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, people can use anything against anything. you. <laughs> anything. I mean, the whole argument in my like reunion, if people watched, was that I talked on podcasts yeah. about because I was, I was fighting <sighs> as hard as I could to save my online persona. Yeah, fighting, and they didn't like that because they wanted me to die like a dead dog. Well, that sounded so New York. Die like a dead dog. <laughs> die like a dead dog, which you kind of did. <laughs> which you kind of did, baby. I do have to say. We have been through a lot of shit together where like if you can survive reality TV, it does bring you very close to an extent. I don't know if I necessarily survived it, but like we did yeah. make it well, through. Well, it's, it's just a situation that like not a lot of people can relate to it and you can't really relate to it unless you've filmed a reality TV show. So I would also just like to say like you guys have to try to remember if I could give you again any advice <laughs> of like you are the one that's sitting here right now like you could be next page yeah. although history saying since high school that you never get in trouble with fucking shit so maybe <laughs> it's not gonna be you but there could be another version of this and it's like remember who was there for you and also just like keep in mind that like it just keeps going yeah. like the shit eats all of us alive I mean I actively film now and think of Hannah a lot of being like okay I never spoke up on certain things I should have spoken up do it now like you can I'll never be able to go back and change anything I can only be better this sounds so cliche but like every day forward but like now I do find myself in situations where I'm like no I don't agree with that or like no I think you're actually wrong which I'm sure again you've learned so much too with to a certain extent. Don't go so hard though, because yeah. look what happens. But, but I do go have to hard say, enough. in a friend group, if you become isolated, it is so easy yeah. to be snipped. That's why I feel like people listening, like I feel like everyone can relate to that, whether like high school, middle school, college, like I've been there where like you're you ever the walk odd into man a room out. and feel like everyone's just talking about you. Yeah, yeah it's the worst feeling. It's because they were. Like that's not they literally were. They were. But they then were. but then for the world to judge it and be like, you deserved that. Dude, it's fucked. Oh my God, girls. I feel like oh we just God. had like a little I therapy like session. Had, like, I made feel like cry on camera. I feel lighter. I feel That's lighter. That's the point of Call Her Daddy. You come in here, you have a little fucking. I love how you've literally went from teaching how to <laughs> give a double hint to a gluck, gluck, combo. 7 billion. And then now you are sitting angelically Zen mode and you've transitioned to, bitch, you made me cry in an interview. You don't just do that. Like You're the reason I went back to therapy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I listened to the podcast where you had the, the Orna. therapist from Orna Gralnick. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I need to start again. It changes you. Yeah, it does. And I feel like a way better version of myself yep. to myself, to my boyfriend, to my family, to my yep. friends, and also to this show. Yeah. And we want to thank you for giving us a platform to be ourselves. I'm so happy that you guys also in a weird way kind of got to like open a conversation that maybe wasn't going to happen without like a mediator look at me <laughs> we're a couple therapy yeah um but it's it's really cool to see also your guys journey individually and also together and like I'm fucking proud of you guys like as Thank women you. like you guys are killing it and just remember like this moment here this is what matters not yeah. all the bullshit online <sighs> okay daddy gang I felt like I was sitting on a therapy couch Couples therapy with Hannah and Paige and daddy gang. We can all relate to being caught in the middle of a fight, being hurt and upset with a friend and having absolutely no idea how to go about it. Also not knowing when 
you can pull the friend card and be like, I need you to stand up for me. You can't be in the middle. You need to take a fucking side. Or is that ever right? I think in friendships, especially, it's so easy sometimes to sweep things under the rug and be like, well, if I don't say anything or, or act like anything happened and, and time passes, everything will be okay. We equate confronting a friend to drama. I'm telling you, it's not drama. It's necessary. I don't know. I think it was really behind the scenes and under the surface of what's going on. And I'm really fucking fortunate to have had that as our first threesome on Call Her Daddy. So thank you, Hannah, for your vulnerability. And thank you, Paige, for being so open and also giving us a very vulnerable side of yourself. Daddy gang, you know the motherfucking drill. I will see you fuckers next Wednesday. As if you guys didn't get enough, um, Paige, Hannah, and I, we discussed Paige's relationship and just even more girl talk. There was so much from this episode. If you guys enjoy summer, if you guys enjoy reality TV, all the drama, all the relationship shit, enjoy. Here's a little bit more of the interview. I mean, I'm in a very new relationship and I don't think I've... How is that going? Amazing. Like, I don't think I've been this happy or this excited to date someone since I was in college. Did you give your ex a heads up or no? So funny you ask that because I texted um, like a bunch of my guy friends who are friends with him and I said, do I need to tell him that I have a boyfriend or is like that weird? Right. And my girlfriends were like, no. Like right. what would he tell you? Would you care? Right. And he texted me a couple weeks after it happened to tell me something about like a mutual friend or something. And I said, he was like, and how are you? And I was like, well, I'm actually dating someone. He said, no, I know like very happy for you. And it was like very cordial. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you boring? (laughs) (laughs) boring. Hmm. Let me try to get more tea. Um, Interesting. It was really, really cordial and great. And she goes, it was mature. It was really healthy. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you like him? Can I ask you that? Yeah. We, I've met him three years ago. I always had a crush on him. I was always like obviously attracted to him. But as I got to know him more, he just got me. And this is going to sound so dumb, but like listened to what I said and not like agreed with me, but had just like a similar opinion on things. Like we saw things the same and I instantly felt very comfortable with him I mean, I filmed a TV show with him. So you're already have this like weird bond. And I just always felt myself gravitating toward him. And I just like him. Like, I just like him. What is his personality like? He's fucking crazy. (laughs) I don't know anything about this yet. I need to like Google. No, he's very opinionated. He's very loud. Like when he's in a room, you absolutely know it. But he is also one of the most compassionate people I've ever met in my entire life like ever he does all these like charities and like we'll be walking down the street in Charleston I'll stop and have a full conversation I'll be like how do you know him he's like that's Joe and he's like just got a job and he like and says all these things and I look at him and I'm just like wow I know we don't say I love you I yet yeah like in my head I'm like oh my god like it's Uh, just a different feeling have your parents met him no have you met his I've met his 
they're so nice it's like why haven't your parents met him we, I just like I haven't taken him home with me yet. Got and it. He's filming. He's met my brother though, which is okay. actually the most important to me. <laughs> Didn't when we had our episode, we were like our brothers. Yeah, we'll be like, does he like him? Yeah, and well, he met him before we were dating, before we were even talking. Oh, okay, that's helpful. And they hit it off immediately. Mm. They're both lawyers, and they started talking about something. And I walked over to them, and I was said something, and they both looked at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like we're, yeah, we're talking. talking. And in my head, I was like absolutely love this like know that I will date this guy soon yeah so I'm really excited about that wait is this crazy that you're actually in a relationship like a reality tv relationship yes it's terrifying because every single from start from the start has been filmed so like when you start a relationship you're awkward. It's we- like you don't know what's going to happen. And then for like a camera to be in your face and be like, how do you feel? Dude, that's like. Yeah, we- no, it's terrifying. And so people are like, why isn't she posted it? Like, this is a PR stunt. And it's like, no, I haven't said anything because I'm scared. Would you get paid extra money if you say the first time you say I love you is on TV? Don't lie to me. No, 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 no. no. Are you going to be one of those girls that has your wedding on reality TV page? No, I actually do not think so at all. And he feels the same. He was like, I don't know if I would ever film my wedding. And I was like, I don't think I would either. We do have like similar perspectives on on big things. What does he do for a living? So he's a lawyer. And then he also owns, it's called Sewing Down South. Okay. So he owns this like whole pillow and like home line. Can I be honest? Yeah. I am a little like I would be especially because of your ex like I would be a little weary of a guy that's on reality tv absolutely ran through my head like I'm like why are you on reality tv like what are you doing with your life and like are you a fucking weirdo talk and be like we're not like like our boyfriend like my boyfriend went in film and she was like who cares because like you don't want to be with someone who's on reality tv anyway yeah and I was like you're so right and then I dated all this year and I never felt the way I felt when I started like seeing him then you and I was like, it. damn, well maybe this does work. And my biggest problems in my last relationship was cause he didn't fucking right. get what I did. So like being able to sit on the couch with Craig and be like, I'm fucking anxious. Yeah. And him be like, I totally got it. Don't watch the episode. Like, I would actually say that I, I can agree with you on the fact that in this world, and I'm sure Hannah, you feel the same way about Des, like, we are in very weird situations yeah. that you can't go. Like I said, all the way back to the beginning of you can't maybe go to your childhood best friend yeah. about the shit that we're talking about right now. Like, I love that my boyfriend, someone in the industry, you can now be like, I hated how they made that edit. Yeah. And your old boyfriend would be like, huh? Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> and he'd be like, why do you season? do it then? Yeah. Like, what do you want to be a reality so TV that, star? Yes. And Craig will be like, Yes. Your one-liner was so fucking good. Great. And like yes. your outfit was so good. And I'm yes. like, this was the validation I needed. It's like you got to have people around you that are supportive and like believe in you. Yeah, yeah. To the girls listening, I don't care how fucking successful he is. If he's draining you and dimming your light, Facts. you're not going to be yeah. happy. Facts. You're not just going to hold his ass down all no. the time. Yeah. You're on the rise of your career right now. Keep in mind the people that fucking matter. Yeah. That's what I would say to the two of you right now. And yeah. have a fucking conversation more often than not. And it's going to be painful. We're going to get in the Uber after but this actually, and be like, bitch, what actually, the fuck are yeah. you mad about? Dude, just like a, a romantic relationship communication, this shit. Especially if yeah. you're in fucking business together. And then after this, everyone else listening, don't get into business with your friends. Bye. Yeah. It's weird. I it's mean, hard. I don't think I ever would get Again. in business with a friend other than 
it being like our public persona, like talking. Yeah. Like I'm not starting no. a clothing line nope. and bringing in some. Nope. But I do have like, to say also Paige and I are not financially dependent on Giggly Squad. And I think that's, that's great. That's, really that's good. Yeah. good. That's, that's really good. Thing. That yeah. actually, because literally if Paige was like, oh, I don't want to do this show or whatever, I'd be like, cool. Okay. Right. I'm not yeah. going to be like, but I need this to pay yeah. my rent. Right. And I think, that I think that's we're a lucky huge in that way. factor. That's really good. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. 